This episode of the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast is brought to you by Tudor Collegiate Strategies. For nearly two decades, athletic departments and coaches have relied on Dan Tudor and his team to create winning recruiting plans, tell effective stories to their prospects, and help get the commitments from the recruits they really want. Bring us in to lead a live recruiting workshop on your campus this year, or talk to us about working one-on-one with you as a client. Visit dantutor.com after the show for all the ways we've been helping to build winning programs and successful college coaching careers. And now it's time for the show. That's right. It's time for today's episode of the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast with your host, 1988 semi-pro juggler of the year and America's recruiting guru, Dan Tudor. Hey coach, it's time to talk about one of your favorite topics, money. Oh, coaches, we all love talking about money for athletes the scholarships we're going to give them or wish we could give them and what your school is going to provide and is there a full ride scholarship all that boy it's just the the number one thing I find coaches love talking about of course I'm kidding because most coaches hate talking about it and it makes you very uncomfortable Uh, and there's a lot of reasons why and we're going to get into that in this episode no guests just me talking to you about this topic because it's important And the reason it's important is because if you haven't noticed, we're kind of going through a lot of money-related questions and stresses and stuff like inflation and and college decisions and all that is starting to come to a head in this moment in time here as we kind of kick off 2022 as we're recording this. And you need to know what to do. Bottom line is your prospects and their parents are making decisions differently over the last 12 to 18 months. And of course, you know, all this money um, focus is coming in directly after COVID and the two are related. And we're going to get into that just a little bit. I'm not going to talk a long time, but I do want to make sure that you understand what we're seeing out in the out in the field and how you should be reacting to it. Because I think if you don't, Uh, things could get pretty tough. Um, I will say at the start, we're going to talk about some concepts related to what's going on right now in the country uh, and the economic circumstances that many families are facing. But a lot of uh, what we're going to be talking about is built off of a previous episode we did, episode 65. So if you're uh, a listener of the podcast, you can go back on the platform that you listen to, back to episode 65, where we were talking about how to talk about money with your recruits and a lot of good information that kind of sets the foundation that we want to build on in this episode. Um, You can listen to this one without listening to that one, but I just thought I would mention that episode 65 is there. It's good and it would be helpful for you to talk uh, talk through after you listen to that um, as you go through this one. And also this whole topic of money, before we get into it, you can go to dantutor.com, go to the blog, just do a keyword search or a topic search of money, and you're going to get a lot of different articles we've done over the last several decades on research and how to talk to, to parents about it and what they want and and the whole process of, of using money to make a decision if you're a, a student athlete. So that's helpful. And then you can also go over to Honey Badger. If you go to dantutor.com, up at the top, you see the little link that says Honey Badger. Click on that. And you can go in and pull up some of the free articles we've done on it. Or if you're a subscriber, and 
Because if I can be honest, all of you should be a subscriber to Honey Badger Recruiting because it's our very best stuff. It's the latest strategies, and we put out a lot of great stuff there, if I do say so myself. Um, so, but it's available there too. A lot of articles on this because it's a growing topic. Um, why is it a growing topic? Well, topic I, I mentioned before that uh, here we are with inflation, and we really haven't had inflation like this since the '70s, early '80s. We had a, a touch of it at different points here in the in the last 20 years or so, and many of you may remember that. But um, unless you were alive back in the 70s, like I was, and granted I was only a kid, but I remember inflation, gas lines, and in our neighborhood, uh, people would have to really be watching their cars because of the cost of gas and the shortage of gas. People would have their cars siphoned for gas during the night, um, and it was kind of just a crazy time that uh, the country got through. We'll get through this one as well, but um, that's what we're facing is some economic crisis and some economic uncertainty, even if it's not a crisis in every particular home. But there's a lot of questions about what's going to happen. And when costs start to rise, you start to, as a family, think about, wait, what are the other things that we have to pay for? Oh, that's right. College is coming up or we're in the middle of paying for college. Can we afford to do that? And you couple that with everything that happened during COVID and people either lost their jobs or stepped away from their jobs. Um, you had sickness and and even, unfortunately, death in families where that was a wage earner. That was part of the, the, the breadwinning that went on in that family. And that has now changed um, college, uh, you know, the, just the, the whole application and idea of applying for and, and going to college for a lot of families. And we're hearing that out in the marketplace, um, and and that's why I think, again, this topic is important because when we start to hear things from families and in the focus group surveys that we do that will impact you, that's why we want to bring it to you right away. Um, so who is this affecting? Well, it's affecting coaches, certainly, because what we're finding and what you're finding if you're listening to this as a coach uh, parents are bringing it up more. Parents are looking for the sure thing. Um, I've been on a couple of college campuses recently leading workshops that we do and, um, and and then also talking to clients that we work with. And what coaches seem to be noticing is that parents are jumping on the sure thing, um, a, a package that gets offered to them by coach, by college, sooner than before. Okay, well, why is that? You would think that if inflation worries about money were there, they would they would drag that out. They would look for every possible option before they made a decision. And certainly there's an element that is that's doing that. But interestingly, and I, I put this sort of as a result of COVID and a byproduct of the last two years that uh, everyone has gone through, parents and families and athletes and students are looking for the sure thing and then they jump on that and they take it, which is great if you're a college that has early uh, decision and they can get their packages out early, or if you're a, a, a D1 or a D2 coach that can offer a scholarship as an athletic scholarship that would pay for a lot of or all of college costs, you know, way before their senior year, um, you're in a good position because we're finding that they're going to take those those packages earlier. But if you're not, and that's the majority, the vast majority of colleges, and even at Division One, you have a lot of programs. Most programs can't offer full-ride packages all the time to their athletes. 
uh, money becomes part of that decision. So we're seeing it affect families and coaches across the board, no matter what size school they're at, no matter what division level you coach at. Uh, we're starting to see it across the board from families. And and the other thing that we're seeing, of course, uh, related just out in the marketplace, I already mentioned inflation and the uncertainty around what does the financial future hold for our family, um, for my company, for my job. Um, but I want you to understand across the country, there's real income loss. And even if the income hasn't gone down, what inflation does is it makes your money worth less. So you might be paying anywhere from 7 to 20% more for items at the store. You are going to pay a lot more at this point in time for a car, whether it's a used car or a new car. Um, things in life have just gotten more expensive. And whenever that happens, uh, whether it's due to inflation or some other factor, what society finds, and there's all sorts of economic studies that, that bear this out, which we looked into before I did this podcast, um, it affects decision-making. It changes the way that your buyer, that student-athlete, their parents, sees what you're offering and makes the decision, okay, that's worth it, or is it not worth it? Um, and and so that's the that's what that coaches are, are facing. And, and really what it all boils down to is that during the recruiting process, we're finding that there is a greater expectation uh, that sports – and particularly, coach, your program in the college should be paying or will pay for my college education. Uh, as we've talked about before, especially in the workshops that we do, a lot of that is just in the sports culture that your kids that you're recruiting have grown up in, where club sports and club coaches and even high school coaches in some cases make the point, hey, you, you practice hard, play hard, let's win. Coaches are going to see you, and this is the way that you pay for college. Uh, so they're coming in already, even you know, put you know, inflation and economic uh, um, realities aside, they're coming in with the expectation of, hey, I'm, I'm a full-ride athlete. I'm good. I'm best in my club, or I'm really a good high school player, and I should be getting a, a full-ride scholarship. And coach, you know that's true because you have talked to parents who come at you with that discussion uh, or that expectation. Even though it's not realistic, that's the expectation which makes it relevant because you have to recruit in that sphere. Um, so how do we get them looking at reality? Well, that's the first thing I really want to talk about today in this whole idea of talking about money and giving you some advice on how to move forward. Uh, their reality is what matters. It's not the reality necessarily at the start of the process, especially that uh, that you have at your school. You can't get into the budget uh the, the budget minutiae and and what you have to work with and, and everything like that because they're not listening to that. They're living in their reality, which is we need money for college, and I sort of expect a lot of money for college. So your, your role in managing that reality as we get into these times, and it looks like it's going to stick around for a little bit, so this is why I really want you to get good at this skill set. If you're listening to this podcast, you already are one of the smarter, more motivated coaches that wants to approach this whole process well, what your competitors who aren't listening to this are going to do is not change anything, and that's the worst thing you can do. You have to change your approach and adapt to what we're seeing out in the marketplace. So your role in that reality, and there's a divergence between the reality at your college and the budget you have versus the reality in the mind of the prospect and their parents, your role in that is to bring them over to your side. Most coaches 
don't do that. And that's why they really struggle at recruiting. They hate it. They don't get good answers and feedback from parents and, and the prospects that they're recruiting because they don't make the case and they don't help that prospect over time and the parents over time understand what they should be looking at realistically. So your role is not to um, be the reality check so much that you kill the dream, but what we have to do is slowly transfer the dream over into reality at your school, in your program, and if you do that, and I'm going to show you how or give you some ideas on how, then things start to uh, go uh, a lot, lot better. Even during your season, it's the perfect time for preseason. What's preseason? It's the new source for coaches, athletic directors, and campus leaders who want the most advanced approach to social media, marketing, and telling the story to their prospects and recruits. Led by former college coach and marketing expert Jason Schmidt, Preseason offers colleges and programs cost-effective, next-generation marketing plans that are proven to work. Preseason is the name to remember when you're looking to tell your story more effectively on social media, your print publications, and on campus. Go to HelloPreseason.com to learn more. That's HelloPreseason.com. NCRC is back. The 2022 National Collegiate Recruiting Conference is relaunching their big summer gathering of coaches, athletic directors, and experts from college athletics. And it's all happening in beautiful Chapel Hill, North Carolina this summer, July 18th through the 20th. Will you be there, coach? It's the only source for in-person idea sharing, networking, and planning for your upcoming recruiting year. Plus, it'll feature expert speakers and coaches who will give you ideas and strategies you can't get anywhere else. To find out more about this summer's premier recruiting event, go to dantutor.com conferences. Register now to save your seat, and we'll see you there, coach. Liking what you hear on the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast? Then you're going to love our special training and information site, Honey Badger Recruiting. It's where Dan Tudor and his team of experts answer recruiting questions, publish the latest trends and research, and give college coaches the next level training they need to connect with their prospects. Visit dantutor.com and click on the Honey Badger link to become a subscriber. And if you're already signed up, Make sure you're up to date with all the latest information the Tudor Collegiate Strategies team has for you today. Again, just go to dantutor.com and click the Honey Badger link. It's your secret weapon in the nonstop battle to win the best recruits. Heading into the most challenging recruiting year of their careers, what are more and more college coaches and athletic directors using to give them an edge? ARI Recruiting. It does more than all the other recruiting contact management apps and websites do with no lag time, no lost information, and plenty of next generation features that has it beating the competition day in and day out. Oh, did I mention it's probably a lot less than what you're using now? Go to ARIRecruiting.com now, get a demo, and find out why this is the recruiting tool you've been waiting for. And if I could, I'll add just one more item to that list of things that you can access additional resources from Tudor Collegiate Strategies. And that additional thing is we are going live once again with our National Collegiate Recruiting Conference. The 2022 edition will happen in July. You can get all the information at dantutor.com. Go to the NCRC 2022 link, the conferences link. And you can find out all the information. We're going to have an incredible array of speakers over three days 
coaches sharing what they're doing right, uh, experts talking about how to approach all of your recruiting as as we head into 2023, 2024. Folks, we are talking about big changes in the way that decisions are made. We're already seeing trends developing that weren't there last year. To be a great recruiter, to build your program correctly, uh, I really hope that you can be a part of this three-day event. It's in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. We have a great venue set up. You can get all the information, but signups are going on now. And uh, as you listen to this here in February of 2022, uh, we have some great early registration discounts. You can basically go for practically nothing. We have great hotel uh, packages. The rooms are discounted. So really want you to be there. It's going to be a great event. It always is. Those of you who have been to the ones in the past, know what being there live is all about. And if you can't be there live, there's also a virtual option you can sign up for. The point is, you need this content. You need to know what to be doing as we head into the future. We're going to be talking about things like this, like money and how do we have this conversation and deadlines and timelines and everything else that really go into the decision-making process. And the other great thing I'll just throw in here too is that you get to sit and talk, go out to lunch, dinner, with coaches you will never, ever meet anywhere else. These are coaches from other division levels, other sports, people who have built their programs, and you just get to pick their brain, and it's really the only venue like this of its kind. You don't really get the same kind of stuff, even at the coaches' conventions, as great as those are. And I love being at them, love speaking at them, but this is something where the barriers come down and people just share their secrets. So if you haven't been before, make this the year uh, we're back after a two-year in-person hiatus uh, because of the pandemic, but we're back this year in July. All the details at dantutor.com. Go to the conferences and the NCRC 2022 link. Uh, you won't be disappointed. We have never had anybody ask for their money back on this. Uh, it is a great, great event. Okay, so back to the discussion here uh, on money, and we we talked about kind of the expectations uh, uh, that that um, that parents and recruits have that sports are going to pay for school. And even if that's not a reality, it's their reality. Um, so with all that in mind, uh, I want to talk a little bit about where most coaches are going wrong. And this isn't a universal list and it doesn't apply to every coach. This may not be you. But in talking with coaches and when we dig down to try to uncover what their issue uh, is when it comes to uh, seeing parents and athletes decide to uh, go a different direction and it's over money. Here's what we're doing wrong, I think, uh, on the coaching side. And by the way, we're talking obviously about um, colleges that are mainly admissions-driven, uh, so we're talking about the, the, the privates, the D3s, or, and sports that don't offer full-ride athletic scholarships. There is a, a full-ride D1 equivalent to all this, which I'll, I'll touch on here in a second. So uh, this, does, this does go down to decision-making, and uh, I really want you to understand where we see most coaches doing uh, things wrong. I'll start with the first point that I see a lot of coaches just ignoring the topic altogether. They're hoping that someone else on campus figures it out or they figure that, hey, this isn't my role, my job uh, in convincing a parent that they should spend money here. Uh, and that's, that is a mistake. Uh, first of all, ignoring the topic and especially ignoring it with the parents. They are actively, they being the family, parents are included in that, 
and sometimes it's outside family too. It's not just uh, the parents. It could be an uncle, a cousin, um, a relative that played college athletics before, and now the family's leaning on them to help them make the decision. Uh, by ignoring it, not talking about it, that only prolongs the problem. Conversely, the earlier you talk about it, the more conversations you have around it, the parent and the family understands what you're all about and what the college is really going to approach them with realistically, and you understand their needs earlier. And look, just as as in your sport, you want to scout your competition and understand what you have to, to do to beat that competition. Well, there's an element of that, uh, that whole idea in this as well, that if you ignore it, you don't talk about it, you don't get any information, or that information comes way too late in the process, now you're not able to effectively prepare for it and effectively uh, engage with it. And that's not what we want. That's not the way to build a program. Uh, and most of you who have done an element of that probably have the feeling in your gut uh, that, hey, this is just isn't working very well, and we don't see it working well. And I wish there was another solution. I wish that ignoring and not talking to the parents about it yielded good results, but it doesn't. And so I see a lot of coaches doing that because they just don't feel comfortable with this topic, which is why we're talking about it. I want you to feel comfortable with it. I want you to understand that as a recruiter, it's part of your job to talk about money or again let's say you have a full ride division one or division two or naia scholarship uh, athletic scholarship that you can give them you have the money this still goes down to their decision making process and they need to understand as early as possible that this is going to pay for college and now there is some value to that and that's something that that they need to to pay attention to um the other thing that we see coaches making a mistake around is just their confidence level. They're not confident in what their school offers, or they're saying to themselves, you know what, that's a lot of money, or I don't want to have the, the family pay X amount of dollars because, boy, they could get a, you know, something better somewhere else. That's maybe your, your perception of it. Um, I really want to, to do a hard stop on this. And coach, if that's you in any way, shape, or form, Please walk away from that line of thinking. Uh, first of all, it's not mentally healthy for you to, to, to tell yourself that you're not at a good place. And look, if you truly feel that you aren't at a good school, if what the school offers is not what uh, you're comfortable with, then you need to switch jobs. Uh, because if you don't and you don't believe in the place that you're at, you're not doing yourselves any favor uh, from a career standpoint, from a life and enjoyment standpoint, and you're certainly not uh, helping the school, your employer, that is asking you to help bring kids into uh, the campus. Um, and I'll say this as well, that, that part of this stems from the idea that a lot of coaches love to spend the prospect family's money, um, that you think it's too much, that you think it's not worth it. I will say, Coach, straight out that that is not your role in the recruiting process. Your role is to is to look at the athlete, look at the parent, and take the attitude that if you're going to spend money on college, if you're going to spend money to come and compete at a place, play a sport, get your education, earn a degree, that this is the place, and I'm going to explain why. Your job is to make the case as to why they should come there. It's not to say what we're offering you isn't enough. And you might feel that way. I mean, who look, wouldn't it be a great world if every coach could just say, this isn't going to cost you anything, it's free, and just you know, come and compete for us. 
Um, in theory, yes, but you Division One coaches who offer full rides, you know that that doesn't necessarily make the decision any easier on their part. They still say no to that. So it doesn't solve all the problems, but you know, the fact is that most colleges, there is a cost to it. Uh, there's a payoff. I firmly believe that. I'm a huge believer in a college education, and hopefully you are too. You're benefiting from your degree right now. Um, so again, I, I hesitate uh, when when coaches say, yeah, I just don't want to, uh, I think it's too much here, or they could get something better somewhere else, or I told them that they should look somewhere else. Coach, that's not your role. Your job is to confidently, enthusiastically make the case that if they're going to spend their money, here's where it should be, and that should be with us. Part of this gets down to also, and I, I touched on it a second ago, not selling the value of what the prospect is going to be getting. Um, so yeah, there's a cost to a college education for most student athletes going through the experience. What's the payoff? Well, I know in our family, I know uh, hundreds and hundreds of examples of kids and families who came from very humble means and they used that college education, that experience athletically to drive them to get a degree to better their life and to have a fantastic career. And you've seen examples of that. Your your school can provide examples of that. So that's the that's the possible outcome. Now, do athletes and regular students um, fumble that and don't take advantage of that? Absolutely, yeah. There's people that make poor decisions all the time. But again, Coach, that's not your responsibility. You're not in charge of ma- them making good decisions or bad decisions during their uh, their experience on your campus. Um, you're certainly not in charge of spending their money. Your job is to offer the opportunity and then see what they do with it. It goes down to coaching as well. So you have plenty of athletes that you have taken a, a healthy approach with, a good, enthusiastic approach with. You've given them fair chances. And what do they do? Some of them, fortunately, it's not a majority, but some of them just waste that away. They ignore you. They do stuff detrimental to their college career, their athletic career. That's not your fault, coach. They made this choice. So I want you to understand that in recruiting, your job is to make the case, to be fair and give them the best situation possible, and they get to decide what they do with that. Um, so, so again, you need to focus on selling the value of what you're, you're, what you're presenting to them at your school because that's where you're recruiting them to, and that's – uh, something that that most parents and athletes need in the process. They need to understand what decisions should I make. Your job is to make the case. You can't pressure them into spending a bunch of money at your school. Um, and if you do somehow pull that off, then usually they'll transfer in a year or two because they really say they can't afford it. Um, and, and that happens anyway. <laughs> Even if you don't pressure them, they realize, hey, our, our economics have changed. We need to transfer. The point is, make sure they understand and that you sell the value of what they're getting at your school. So that launches me into kind of this this main final topic on this uh, on this subject that we see developing now, coming out of the pandemic into 2023, 2024. What should you do as a coach? What are, I, I mentioned what the mistakes were. Now, what should you do? I think an element of this whole money conversation is to frame it with a fair but firm deadline for making a decision. Now, um, when you do that, what we have seen, the data that we get from athlete comments is that when a school does that, it actually 
in their mind and in their eyes, increases the value of that school and that program. In other words, when you set a deadline, when you let them know that this just isn't something that'll be around forever and you'll take anybody at any time, even if if in certain cases you you do, uh, your college does want just as many students as possible because they need them. But when you insert a fair but firm deadline, it increases the perception of your value because it makes it a more valuable commodity. And that's important in this process. If we want them to understand that they're making a good financial decision, um, giving it context, framing it the right way is critically important. One of the ways that we know to do that is by setting a fair but firm deadline, which is a completely uh, different five-hour podcast topic we could probably make it into. Uh, We have written so much of that uh, about that at uh, the dantutor.com blog. You can look that up. Just go in and enter deadline. You can go over to Honey Badger Recruiting through the Dan Tudor site and enter in deadline, and you'll you'll come up with um, a lot of different, uh, just a lot of different articles. You can even go to Google, do a search engine search, and just put in Dan Tudor um, deadlines, and you watch what comes up. They'll probably reference all the articles. So a lot of coaches say that's what they do. They'll just go to Google and, and they're looking for a topic. They'll put our name or Dan Tudor and then um, and then the topic that they want or the element of recruiting information that they want. So try that. Um, and you know that we're big on deadlines. If you've hosted us on a, on a campus for a workshop, you know how important deadlines are and, and what we see happening. We go into that a lot, uh, th- that detail a lot. So I'm not going to do it here because there's just not time. But the reason I listed it, number one, is because it is that important. If we're talking about money in that conversation, uh, having a fair but firm deadline in place is a great contextual way to create value. I also, number two, I would also say that what coaches should do is explain earlier uh, what the what the either the offer or the situation is. So uh, I'm not saying that every athlete and every family has to know what they're getting right at the start or ha- you have to come out and, and define everything uh, right at the beginning of the process. I will say the earlier that happens, it puts you in a better position. Uh, and also uh, it, it even for Division one, you know full scholarship kids to know that you are talking about a full athletic scholarship. Um, at the start is incredibly important. We see families making decisions on taking the next step or if they should take the next step with a family, with a college on whether or not there is money involved or there's some value. Uh, the days of, of most families saying, well, you know what, this school's interested and we don't know what it's going to cost or if they're offering anything, but let's go look at it because they want you. Those days are over, coach. I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule, but the vast majority of athletes and families and parents are not going to act that way. They are constantly trying to narrow the list, and one of the big ways they do it is with money or value, or am I getting a scholarship? What is the scholarship? The sooner I know that, the sooner I know if I'm going to take you seriously or not. Um, So explain to them as early as possible in some manner, what they're getting, or at least what the parameters are for you figuring out what they would get, the process, uh, explain that earlier, um, and, uh, and and that does work for earlier decisions as well. Uh, because they feel more confident, they have the information, and many of you are seeing that play out. There's a lot of colleges now that are doing way more early admits, early decisions, 
Why is that? Because the marketplace wants that. These kids have worked hard. They don't want to wait until April or May uh, to decide where they're going to college. This is We're in a, a marketplace right now and a time when um, when families are wanting to know earlier. They want to not have that pressure. Uh, they, they, they just want to make that decision earlier, and this helps work them into making an earlier decision. When you explain earlier what exactly the situation is. Um, the other thing I'll say is that just make sure that you are recruiting the right athlete from a financial profile standpoint. So we talked about uh, you should get into the money conversation earlier. And some of you, I, I, I couldn't hear you audibly, but I, I read your thoughts and you thought, if I, if I talk though earlier about the money, that might, that might um, make them not interested. That, that could end the recruiting process before it starts. Well, coach, um, <laughs> here's a little reality check that if that family is expecting something way more than you can give them, wouldn't I as a coach, as a recruiter, want to know that right at the start? As disappointing it would be as it would be, I would want to know at the start because if that's the case, I need to start recruiting a different athlete. And many coaches overshoot the athlete and uh, that, that they're going after from a financial perspective. Uh, you see a great athlete, you scout them, you want them, uh, and you're hoping that they can afford it. You hope the financial aid works with them. But your job, you're just going to you know, uh, show them love and, and talk about the program. And that's great. Show them love, talk about the program. But at the same time, if I invest my time going and watching them, contacting them, all the hours at night of, of texting and phone calls, and the reality was six months later you find out they were never going to really come to your school unless you gave them X and you can't give them X. That's the issue that is affecting a lot of coaches. And that's the thing, I'll be blunt, that kills a lot of coaching careers because we see this proliferation of coaches um, going out and and recruiting kids that would make them great immediately, but those athletes aren't going to line up with the financial profile of the school that they're that they would be coming to your school and uh over and over they lose those kids they don't really go after anyone else or they if they do it's late you get the subpar athletes you know the sketchier student and now after two or three years that's who you're coaching and it's hard to win with those kids so um this financial equation this money equation is so important because of what i just outlined there if you don't recruit the the right financial profile and understand who the right athlete is for your school, then it's going to be trouble. And we've seen a lot of coaches uh, get into that trouble, and we just want to try to avoid that if possible. So, again, the reason you would want to bring up money earlier is if I was a uh, an active coach and a recruiter, uh, talking to that athlete, the first thing I want to know is, should I be talking to this athlete? Am I going to invest time in the right athlete? And the trend that we see happening right now is that that's becoming more and more of a decision-making factor on their end. So that means it should be a priority on your end. Um, and the, the final point is that uh, I really want you to understand the admissions process at your school. Um, we talked with a lot of uh, VPs of enrollment, director of admissions, and there seems to be this chasm between what coaches understand about the process and what the reality is at the school. So if you're a coach and you haven't 
gone over and talked to admissions. And, and by the way, even Division One needs to do this because there are things that either you're not aware of that they look at or the timing might be different or they have different things that could be an advantage to you that just never get accessed um, by, by coaches uh, because there's not an understanding. Erase that deficit. Go have lunch with your admissions liaison, uh, a, a rep, VP of enrollment, whoever it is. Have your coach, you as a coach, your coaching staff, take them out to lunch. Go meet with them. Uh, first of all, they will love it. Uh, second of all, you'll be able to understand what their process is. Along with that, go on the admissions tour. If you're a, at a school and you've never been on the admissions tour and yet you're handing your kids off to when they visit campus to go on that admissions tour, you're, or the admissions department has a lot of communication with your student athletes that you're recruiting, understand what they're saying. Is it the right thing? Uh, do you do you want that? Um, are they telling them things that are contrary to what you want them to say? If I don't know about it, I can't meet with them and talk to the, with them and get them to say something different. And first, and the other thing is the process. We're, we're seeing so many things that um, that coaches are not understanding about the way their school processes applications. Uh, the decisions that get made, the profile of the right student for that school. So please, please invest a little bit of time. Make friends with admissions. Go ask them questions. <clears throat> ask them you know, about the profile profile of the, the uh, student athlete that they should be looking for, what, what the internal process is, and, and have that conversation. Because every time that happens, every time a coach has taken that advice, they come back and say, whoa, I found out these two or three things that's really going to help us. Um, or they come back with some red flags that, oh my gosh, I didn't know they were doing this or saying this. I got to work to correct that. So um, understand the admissions process at your school. And again, something simple to start with. If you have never taken the admissions tour at your school, please take that. That's step one. And then move from there to, to meet with staff because when you do, they'll tell you what they need, uh, how it really works, and you'll understand that better. Um, so kind of in... Um, in in closing, what I'll, I'll say, I want to make two important points before we wrap it up. Um, it is going to be harder to sell your school in this environment that we're heading into. Coming out of the pandemic, the rise in inflation, just all the uncertainty, there's income loss happening in families. It's going to be harder to sell in this environment. You're, you're going to be facing a more and more skeptical family and prospect and set of parents in this environment. So I want you to get really good at this. I really want you to get good at the conversation of selling your, your what, what the value of your institution is and not have it just be about a flat dollar amount. It needs to be much deeper and this, this needs to happen sooner and this is why we're going into this topic because it's going to be much harder to sell in this environment. Um, and the other thing is that I, I really want you to understand and, and go through an understanding of your prospect and parent perspectives. That is going to be key as we get into this area uh, to understand as soon as possible, where is that family coming from? What are they dealing with? Um, do they have lots of money to spend? Fantastic. Do they feel like your tuition is reasonable? I want to find that out as soon as possible. Do they expect a full ride? And I can't give them. Our school doesn't give a full ride. They're going to have to pay something. Well, then that's, a, then that's an issue. And I need to then... Uh, as a coach, accurately look at my list and my whiteboard or my 
um, you know, Excel sheet or whatever I'm using to, uh, to recruit should be ARIrecruiting.com, by the way. Great app. You should look at it. Um, anyway, the, um, the, the thing that I want you to do, bottom line, is understand the perspective that your prospect and the family is coming from because that's going to be so key moving forward. It's going to be um, the, the, the difference between investing hours and hours into developing a relationship with a prospect who will never come to the school versus focusing on the ones who have a great chance of, of um, uh, matriculating over to your campus. So uh, does this answer all the questions? No, but I'm hoping it got you thinking and uh, you can dig into the research, all the free stuff that we offer on the website. Uh, I point you back there because we've written over, you know, well over a thousand articles, probably approaching 11 or 1200 articles now on, uh, on our blog that address all these. There's tons of information that um, we have seen coaches work through, do successfully. So the secret is uh, it can be solved. The answers are out there, and I want you to access them. Um, so that's going to wrap it up for today. Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully it spurred a conversation, got you to think about some things. And um, if you have any questions, if there are things you need help with, please email me, dan at dantutor.com. Or you can go to the website. You can look past, uh, look into past podcast episodes, all sorts of things that you can do that cost little or no money. And of course, uh, for a deeper relationship, we would love to talk to you about becoming a client because we can help solve these problems for you. And we do for well over 500 uh, programs around the country uh, and athletic departments around the country. So anyway, great talking to you. Um, I will get back to uh, some more fun topics uh, next time around and into the future. But again, sometimes you just have to have the tough talk. And this was one of those times because we're seeing the trend develop. And I want anybody who listens to this podcast to be ahead of that trend. So that's going to be wrapping it up for today. I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate the reviews you leave on your uh, favorite podcast platform, uh, the likes, the five stars, all that helps. And I love it when you recommend the show to other coaches in your department. Next staff meeting, just tell them, hey, free, free resource here. Go listen to the podcast uh, because that increases the community. And that is always good for everybody because we get more voices involved and, and hear more from coaches about what they want in terms of information. But thanks for listening. I'm Dan Tudor, and we will talk to you next time here on the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast. The College Recruiting Weekly Podcast is a production of Tudor Collegiate Strategies. For more information on everything we provide college coaches, athletic directors, and the rest of your campus, visit dantutor.com. Thanks for listening, coach.